it's interesting. I used to have this professor at Oxford, okay, Dr. Wickham. His name was, he was like this massive fat guy, you know, a huge big guy. We used to call him, <laughs> you know, well, I won't tell him we used to call him, but he taught biomolecular kinetics and cellular dynamics. And he used to sort of scare the underclassmen with this story about how the world would eventually be eviscerated by technology. You see, it was inevitable that a, a compound would be created, which he referred to as the anti-god. It was like an accelerated mutator, or sort of, you know, like a, 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 an unstoppable force of, of, of destructive power that would just lay waste to everything, to buildings and parks and streets and children and ice cream parlors, you know? So whenever I see like a rogue organization willing to spend this amount of money on a mystery tech, I always assume it's the anti-god. End of the world kind of stuff, you know? But no, I don't have any idea what it is. I was just speculating. We interrupt this program to bring you a special report. This is Cheap Seat Reviews. Hello, and thank you for listening to Cheap Seat Reviews, the podcast that explores the Hollywood film industry for the greater good. This is episode 149. Wow. And today we are talking about Mission Impossible 3. I am Sean Allred, and joining me tonight is Andrew, very expensive bunny appendage, Jimison. Hello there. Hi. How are you, pal? <laughs> um, okay. Okay, good. Um, uh, corny, that look in your eye is a pain in my ass, Logan. <laughs> I was going to say stop <laughs> eating my sesame cake, but it's Dory Lindo. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, wrong uh, uh, close, large black close man. Close enough, right? Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> if you say so. Uh, and Sam, uh, back when cell coverage was shaky vector. Uh, yes, um, exactly. I didn't see too many, um, flash mark, not flash marks. What do you call that in this film? The, uh, the trademark JJ oh, Abrams, um, um, the glare, uh, film the, glare, the, the film the glare, flash. The, the fla- fl- flares. Yes. Yeah. Lens yeah. flares. That's the phrase. Lens, Lens flares. Flare. Thank yeah. you. There was a few, the but yeah, flares. Not, oh, yeah, not as much. Yeah. Oh, hey, there was at least one flare. There was a flare gun. Yeah. In fact, yeah, uh, that's true. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then Rick Blair showed up. Whoop. That <laughs> would be great if he did. Uh, yeah, this this happened. Rudy, I shot a guy with a flare gun. Cool. Yeah. So. <laughs> wow. Were you were you ready for that? No, I just have it That's, nearby. I'm very impressed that you got to that that quick. Uh, well, you know, usually, it's usually there's some stuttering and dead air between the times we we make a comment oh, and there's a, a good audio. No, you're you're actually very very accurate in that. In fact, I was actually yeah. surprised I had it as high up in my list as I could. It's <laughs> it's right beneath. This is a stupid <laughs> problem to have, but it is a problem nonetheless. Nonetheless. And then right above, not a great plan. So anyway. Um, All right. Yeah. Hey, uh, speaking of uh, our boy from uh, Bad Boys Two, mm-hmm. I don't know if I could take my ball seriously if he sounded like that, even if he was a murderer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I don't know. Maybe. I mean, this is a stupid big problem. 
he does kind of sound like Speedy Gonzalez. Like he does kind of sound like a racist. Just a little bit. Yeah, yeah. So, like, like Michael Bay was like, okay, I know you're actually Mexican, but uh, you don't sound Mexican enough for the movie. <laughs> and since this whole movie is nothing but racial overtones. Um, not undertones, but overtones. I'm gonna need you overtones, to yeah. This up. Yeah, I'm going to need you to Mexican this up. I guess he's Cuban, so I need you to Cuban this up. It's like the opposite of what they told, uh, not, not Harrison Ford, um, Robin Hood guy. Ke- Kevin like, Costner. Need, Kevin Costner. They're like, we need to be, <laughs> you to be a little more English for this. Uh, no. Unlike other Robin Hoods. Yeah. yeah. I speak with a British accent. He's like... Yeah, I, I can do British accents about as well as that Sean Allred guy, so I'm just going to do my normal American accent. Okay. Isn't he British? Kevin Costner? No. No, no. Kevin, uh, the other guy. The other Carrie guy. Ultra Cronkite. Ultra oh, Cronkite? Um, well, I'm sorry. Carrie Ellis? Carrie Ellis? Ellis? Oh, how do we say this also? I'm confused what's happening. No, the Scott Shepard. Um, <laughs> this is great. You just meant to What British. is happening? This is, uh, you know, you go home and blank the frog queen. Oh, Sean, Sean Connery? Connery? Thank you. Yes. What drugs are you on, man? <laughs> Just some old white guy with facial hair. Yeah, you know. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> I finally got Paul to it. Conkry. Sometimes uh, it takes Con- me a little while. Sorry about that. I'm you didn't say Joe Pesci. Oh, I said it first. Hey. <laughs> oh, with the dementia. I forgot that name. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, that was a very uh, early oh. Joe Pesci sighting, huh? Yeah. Well, yeah, I I'm decided, impressed. I decided to go ahead and just get it out of the way. I just need well. to check that off my list and we, go on with my day. It would be kind of fun if we had a bingo card. You know, like if people listening could create a bingo card. Oh, right, dude. So, I like this game. So like, I use bingo cards all the time. Um, um, in my classrooms, you, you, they've got these online creators that you can create and like have different ones. Yeah. Maybe I should do that for for like a link to the website. Yeah, you should do that. So you can people can do download that. it and print it out and play along. So it would be absolutely like the Joe Pesci sighting, uh, the Tucker and Dale dog clip would be one. <laughs> um, uh, I, I don't know what, what the uh, Chad, what do they get as a prize? A Chad Chad reference. Uh, yeah, there you go. Chad the soul. Yeah, um, <laughs> and that's what it would say. It would just say Chad reference and in parentheses God rest his soul. Oh, yeah. May you rest in peace. I like this. We'll have to keep thinking of more things that that recur. Interactive with our listeners. Hey, yeah. you know what? Yeah. I got a, I got a great idea. What's up? We should design a shirt, just one shirt. Okay. And uh, or give a promise to uh, give a listener a shirt if they uh, if they win the bingo. <laughs> listener oh, bingo. Oh, I see. What you're we actually if yeah. they're actually able to uh, do listener bingo. Okay, interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Oh, maybe. We'll see. I don't know. Uh, I'd be willing to foot the bill for a t-shirt. Okay. Well, there you go. Um, I won't. <laughs> <laughs> we know, Sam. You <laughs> hey, cheap bastard. Um, <laughs> speaking of cheap... Since we are cheap seat reviews, maybe yeah. we should just go to Goodwill and find a t-shirt that's, you know... Gently used, and then just duct tape a, a logo on the front of it. I like this idea. Actually. This idea is better. <laughs> yeah. It's hey, like, and uh, one of us should wear that shirt for like two or three days. And oh wait, never mind. Oh. <laughs> so it gets our smell on it, so the listeners yeah. don't have it. Yeah. Hey, uh, speaking of things that's uh, terrifying, right, did um, anybody have this idea or have this um, thought that Phil Seymour Seymour Hoffman in our movie um, sounded like Buffalo Bill from uh, <laughs> South of the Lambs? <laughs> 
I actually, now that you say that a little bit, he's kind of channeling his inner I'm Buffalo gonna, Bill, yeah. I'm going to kill yeah. you. I'm going to kill your girlfriend. And then I'm, I'm going to eat her. I'm going to hurt oh. her. And then, uh, yeah, yeah. He, I actually really like Would you try to kill me? I tried to kill me. You hung me out of an airplane. You hung me out of an airplane. Yeah. I actually really liked him in this movie. Yeah. I thought he was fantastic. And God rest his soul. Yes, actually, yes. Um, little known what? fact, most people don't realize this, but one of the first roles he did was the weird hippie funny dude in Twister. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. The suck zone. When you get too close, <clears throat> it sucks you up. That's Philip Seymour Hoffman. That's Oscar-winning awesome. Philip Seymour Hoffman. In the, would, you, would you go inside of a tornado? And, I'd go inside of a tornado. In one of the only movies that I like Bill Paxton in. Oh. Bruh. Bruh. Mm, <laughs> hey, bruh. Hey, bruh. Bruh. Tornado, bruh. Okay, fine. Uh, okay. See, this is, how, this is what happens. Yeah, this is what happens because <laughs> I got to find it. There it is. Uh, oh, wait, wrong clip. There it is. Hey, bruh. Damn it. Hey, bruh. There you go. So, uh, hey, what's the name of that movie? Uh, that movie, that was Nightcrawler. Bamfler. Oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, I was like, I know Cordy knows the answer to this. Why does why is he, oh, that's why he's asking. Um, anyway, sorry, we've, uh, we've tangented. Where the heck are we? We've yeah. tangented around there's another, bit. there's another bingo, uh, square. Just random tangent? <laughs> Anytime yeah. we get on a random tangent. Yeah, yeah, that, that might have to be like the center circle, because you know that's going to happen every Yeah, uh, it's not going to, yeah. Yeah. Um, that might have to be your, your, your kind of free space. Um. So, this movie, 2006's Mission Impossible 3, and some people are like, well, Sean, listeners of, uh, creators of Cheap Seat Reviews, why, why'd you start at 3? There's, there's 5 of them. Well, for 1, 1 and 2 are not streaming currently. For 2, 1 and 2 kind of suck. And um, I, I watched the first one, I watched the first one in the theater with my father, and, and actually really enjoyed it at the time. It does not hold up very well. The Mm-mm. second one I have actually seen pretty recently, and it's not a good movie at all. In fact, I no. remember hating it when I watched it the first time, and I had arguments with several other of my movie friends that I have arguments with, and I think it's one Wait, of the, what? Yeah, I know, right? Um, and I think it's actually one of the worst John Woo movies ever. Um, Did got, you say John Woo movies? John Woo kind movies. Kind of Moo 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 sorry. I really thought you did. I was like, this is... Yeah, I like it's this. one of the worst John, John Woo Moo. movies ever. Woo! Um, Rick Flair's. More Rick Flair, yeah. Rick, Rick Flair's not pleased. Yeah. So, <laughs> I, I think that movie got too magic. I don't know. It just seemed... Yeah. They they went more fantastical. Yeah. Then, then grounded like in... Beasts? Yeah. Then grounded in kind of science and reality that... And then... <clears> but these people can do extraordinary things. Where, would so, you say it was uh, impossible? Uh, well, yes, I would. <laughs> but... In in the fact that it was like like physics impossible. Um, Although we will talk about a certain moment in this film that bothers me okay, about that, physics. Sure, that's fine. Um, uh, oh, is it that, is uh, it the exploding uh, the missile and then the car thing? We will see. It kept me out of the theater for this film because I was I was so upset about it. Several people have said that, and like I don't, it doesn't bother me. But we'll we'll get there. That's fine. Um, I was just gonna say Tom Cruise has uh, all the stamina, like all of it. Well, he does. He has plus forty-five stamina, so um, which is actually yeah. Uh, so then you get the fourth movie, right? Um, Rogue Nation or no Ghost Protocol? I have which, not seen that one yet. Really? 
So yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'll entice you with this. Sometimes, uh, Sam, you and I and other people, I know Sam and I more or less than more than some other people. Um, yes. Will we will actually go watch a movie because of the director? Yeah. You know, like, um, and I can't. I'm not gonna. I like Christopher it. Nolan, so I'll go see a Christopher Nolan film. Right, and that was the point. That was actually the example I was gonna make. Is you probably were more excited about Interstellar because it was a Christopher Nolan joint. Than yeah. Had it been Spielberg. Well, maybe that's not a good example. Oh, no. I'm David more, Cronenberg. Yeah, more excited. Or, there you go. Yeah. So, anyway, uh, or Coen Brothers, which would have been a very weird movie. But, anyway, um, my point is this, that that movie, Ghost Protocol, is directed by Brad Bird. And you think to yourself, Sam, Brad Bird, that name sounds vaguely familiar. Well, Tomorrowland? he's the guy that... Pixar? Yeah, he's the guy that directed Tomorrowland, which we don't hold against him. The first half of that movie is actually pretty good. Um, I'm not sure what happened in the second half. But... He also directed The Incredibles and, Rat and Ratatouille and one of my favorite animated films of all time, The Iron Giant. So, just going to say that. And I think 4 is fantastic. And then the fifth Superman. one is... Superman. Uh, the, the fifth one's fine. It's fine. It's a good action flick. Uh, the ending is a little weird, but it's, it's a fine movie. It's fine. It's good. It's fine. Um, so, anyway. So, that's, so that's why... Listeners, I started with the third one, but mainly because they weren't one or two weren't streaming. But um, I wanted to do this one, um, well, frankly, because uh, I wanted to. That's why. So there we go. Because um, <coughs> you wanted to. Yeah. And we can, this can be kind of like a, I know it's been like what a year and a half since Philip Seymour Hoffman died, maybe two years. But yeah, um, you know, we can pay a little. We'll, we'll say. Do we do a little tribute to him at all? I don't know if either. His I don't think we did because I don't think we had a, a movie or anything that works. But yeah, or yeah, I, I mean, honestly, I don't. I mean, I, I'm I'm going to look it up right now because I don't know where we a podcast when he passed away. Well, 2014. Um, well, it might have might have been. I gotta find the date. Sorry, February 2nd of 2014. So we would have been a podcast for about three weeks. Okay. And I'm, and frankly, I don't think we recorded the first episode no. until like almost maybe like the week before that. So we probably would not have had the thought to do that kind of a thing yet. So, yeah. So this can be this, this can be that thing. Um, so we say thank you to him and his excellent things that he did. Um, if you're still wondering what Philip, what with Philip Seymour Hoffman, what Mission Impossible Three is, Andrew, oh, have we not done this yet? No, we I haven't. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, Andrew will tell us now what Mission Impossible um, Three is. Is this now the longest we've ever done? Now that we're uh, 45 minutes into the show. Yeah. <laughs> yes. What were you asking, Corny? That this is the longest we've ever done before we actually got no, into the movie. No, I think actually there was another one, couple of maybe where somebody. One of us got into like who we shall rename nameless. Well, no, I mean it might have been me and Sam, Don. but it might have been me and Corny or or even Chad, where we kind of yeah. just really got into the movie, and then it was like, what is this movie about? Oh, right, yeah. So it's only it's only been actually like thirteen minutes, but anyway, not too bad, Andrew. Okay, just uh, to preface, IMDb once again has written a piece of gold. <laughs> and uh, so I checked with Netflix, and Netflix is just a, another piece of platinum as well. So um, I'm going to go with Netflix because it's slightly less irritating. Uh, so here we go. Semi-retired super spy Ethan Hunt 
is forced back into action to save a young agent. But his agency superiors may be double-dealing their operatives. Wow, that's, the long, that's the longest one I've seen in a while. But you put, in a while. you put a little thing in the synopsis that's kind of a spoiler. Yeah. That sucks. Yeah. 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 All right. That is that is kind of a spoiler. But so, you know, with with the Mission Impossible movie, you kind of expect somebody to be a double agent. Well, I mean, this happened in the first movie. Spoiler. I guess that movie came out in the '96, so you had chance. What's to watch our rule? Five years? Three I, years? I think it's, it should be even less than that. But it's been yeah. Is it is it three years? We did make a rule, and I forgot what it was. I think, I think, it's, three. I think it's three years. Three years, and it we're good. Th- yeah. It was three or five. Unless okay. neither of us have seen it, and then then we just shut up. <laughs> I guess that's fair. Um, yeah. uh, so anyway, um, had any of us seen, not seen this movie before this viewing? I have not seen this movie until oh, this viewing. Right, I forgot. That's right. You yeah, were, what's wrong with you, Sam? You were going into Well, I, I refused. Because of the weird physics good for, thing. Good for you. Because of the physics thing. I was pretty, pretty mad about so, it. So, I mean, before we ask that question with the physics things, and I know Andrew and Corny, you, you guys get your turn, but I'm just going to ask this, Andrew, uh, Sam, real quick. Have you seen any of them? <clears throat> any of what? The Mission in, Impossible? Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I I love the first one, and like you said, the the second one is kind of the yeah. So you stopped so, at two. Yeah, yeah. Oh, there's there's a whole three more movies that are way better than either one of those. So I know, and now I'm now I'm upset because I well I'll tell you what I thought about this one. <laughs> All right, so when we uh, get to me. Yeah. So Andrew, your uh your initial thoughts, sir. Okay, I had seen this before, um, and it's been a while, so I. Had forgotten. It's been a while. Uh, a lot. <laughs> I kind of feel like I should have that queued up whenever that happens. And so uh, it was a, it was a good chance to revisit this one. And uh, there are some moments in this that I enjoy. Um, is it my favorite Mission Impossible <coughs> movie? No, but it's certainly better, like you said, than one and two. Um, and the. Story, the plot line, I, I enjoy the story behind this one. I think it's, um, you know, is it kind of cliche to start with, oh, okay, he's retired. Yeah, a little bit. But um, we, uh, some of the twists and plot twists that we had in the movie I didn't see coming, but I remembered after I saw them again, and uh, which I enjoy. I enjoy when they can trick me a little bit or, or make me think something else. Um, and actually, had I been really focused, I probably would have caught on to some of the stuff that that was happening. Um, but uh, I enjoyed it. You know, it was a good action flick. I, to be honest, cannot stand Tom Cruise in anything. He is he is my Bill Paxton. He is my Ben Stiller. Um, I just don't like anything he does. I think he's a terrible actor. And I, I have liked one movie that he has done and I didn't hate him terribly in it, and we'll talk about that when we get to our top three. But um, so top three I must just, have been hard for you. <laughs> yeah, top three really was hard for me, actually. Yeah. So you so, liked him in this one and hated him <clears throat> less and less. Okay, right. All right. So there you go. Fair enough. Corny. Interesting. Yeah. Um. You know, I'm a big fan of the explosion, uh, chase. That that kind of, that's my thing. But I, I'm, I was kind of okay with this movie. Like it wasn't. Um, maybe because I'd seen it and I remembered what was going to happen. Um, but actually, uh, in this viewing, <clears throat> I had a problem with actually how he approached getting the rabbit's foot. Um, I understand that his wife was captured, but 
you know, this is like national safety. I thought these guys are supposed to be trained to to not get emotionally invested in people. So I was more like, hey, your training it, it failed, and then uh, on top of that, you allowed yourself to be handcuffed to a table and watch. Uh, well, you know, I don't know. But I'll say this to just to that point, Corny. So far in the in the series, we've seen uh, um, Ethan Hunt break into the CIA to steal a thing. So he can clear his own name, um, and possibly let that the knock list out into the world. And then, the, oh yeah, I forgot about then, that. And then the second one, he has to steal the world's most deadly virus in order to save the hot girl. So Ethan Hunt clearly has a, a has an issue for this type of thing. So that's a very good point. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I forgot like, about that. Um, like he just and wait, then, the girl's hot. Uh, forget the job. So in the fourth movie. He doesn't do it for a girl, but he does. I don't want to spoil anything for Sam, but he does allow a very dangerous thing go into the hands of the bad guy for the intent of trying to catch said bad guy. But it doesn't happen until the very last second of the movie. And then in the fifth one, I don't. I think that's actually like one of the only. Well, no, actually, the fifth movie he does it too, <laughs> but it's to save his entire team as opposed to. One girl, or just himself, it's to save. Yeah, yeah don't don't you don't you spoil this. Jerk. It's one, it won't. It's, it's to save the team. So, and to be fair to to, to the character in this movie, he he kind of does it all the time. So, yeah, that doesn't make it right <laughs> or even good. I'm just saying that he does it. I was gonna say, well, then they need to retrain him because. Uh, <laughs> hey, uh, hey guys, will this mission have any possibility of? Ethan haven't turned anything over to a bad guy, say someone get captured. Yeah, let's not take him on this mission. Let's just let him sit this one out. Yeah. Hey, uh, Corny, sit that sit that one out there, buddy. Corny, you'll you'll appreciate this. I think you watch Chuck, right? Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. This, this is kind of like Chuck, isn't it? You know, Chuck. But, they they go on the but mission. Chuck's not a trained spy. I know. He just that's has what the intersect. That's what makes it worse, <laughs> that's right? Make it better. <laughs> so you're wanting more like James Bond, like cold, calculating. You know, <clears throat> Don't care if the girl dies. I'm gonna have sex with you, even though I just killed your husband, kind of a thing. Why not? Um, that was that's so really weird. Oddly specific. It was genre. in the most recent movie. Like he, the, the 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 like he goes to the funeral of a guy he's been tracking, and then the Shaka Khan. Uh, and then yeah, that guy, sure. And then he like sees his widow, and then has sex with her in the hall. It's really weird. That's a. Um... Damn. It's weird. Well, sh- shoot, he did it in freaking Skyfall, right? He meets that girl and she's like, I've been in the I've been, you know, in the sex trade. They passed me around, blah blah, <clears> and then he meets her up in the shower and has sex with her. It's like, okay. Yeah, I'm already here. Well, yeah. <laughs> anyway, when in Rome. When in Rome. I don't think you Sorry. know what that means. Anyway, so continue, please. I didn't mean to derail. You you have a valid point. I was just pointing out that <laughs> this this is a pathological uh thing that he does, so <laughs> But anyway, but uh, in terms of action movies, I've just never been a fan of of the uh, Mission Impossible movies. I think because I've seen better spy movies or more cunning spycraft. Um, sure. This guy literally gets a bunch of gadgets and they kind of do the job for him. And I think I just kind of find it a little bland. Now, don't get me wrong. I still thought it was an entertaining movie. I mean, I watched it without being distracted. But um, I think... Uh, just in terms of spy movies, I think I've seen better, and uh, maybe that's my problem: is that I'm confusing it for 
this is more of an action movie and not necessarily a spy movie. And I think that may be where I'm getting my 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 feathers ruffled. Sure. Okay. No, that's fair. Hey. Yeah. Two thumbs down. No. Oh. I'm just kidding. Oh. Oh. Okay. Uh, Sam. All right. Well, this was my first viewing. Um, mainly because I, uh, I refused to watch it in the theaters because the trailer showed Ethan Allen running down <laughs> the highway, um, when the missiles were attacking mm-hmm. and the missile obviously hits the car behind him and he flies sideways into a car that's to his left. Yeah. And I was like, you know. I am, I'm not an idiot. I know how physics work. That blast, if anything, would have pushed him forward towards the camera, not into that car. It should have made so, his ear bleed. Let's just in there. So I was like, and, and not to mention, even in, even in this movie, they, um, you know, there was no ringing of the ears, like, like, like Corny says. You know, in all really good military movies, if a bomb hits real near you, you hear that high-piercing sound in your ear for like, 20 seconds so it just it disappointed me um but no this i had a lot of fun with this i and i'm glad i saw it now now i'm gonna have to go see the other two that i haven't seen because i really like this style of spy thriller um even i think i even like it more than a than bond type of things um get the f out i know the gadgets they use are I don't know. They just seem more real world, even though they're kind of far fetched. Um, it it just seems like, you know, in a Bond movie, the gadgets are specifically made for a specific period of time in the movie that he will absolutely need that one gadget for. Yeah. The the gadgets in this one seem like they could be used all over the place, and, and they were developed for that use. Right. Um, certainly the face stuff. I think was is the second movie they really used too much of it. Was that the one? Yeah, the, the the second one, everyone had a damn mask. Yeah, and I'm not yeah. a big fan like, of when that. When he became Nicole, Nicole Kidman, I was like, this is too much. <laughs> <laughs> well, the one that really annoyed me in the second one, have we all seen the second one? I have. I have, I just don't remember it. So the bad guy becomes Ethan. So not only does he know who Ethan Hunt is, who he does, but he knows what his hairstyle is today. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, he hasn't seen Ethan at all in that movie so far. And yet he knows what words to use, what his hairstyle is. He knows how tall Ethan is. I mean, again, this is Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise is like 5'8". So yeah. So there's, I don't know. You can't shrink yourself. You, you can Once he's get, in a movie and then he's 6'3", uh, on average. Yeah. yeah. You can get fatter. You know, you could wear padding. You oh, just sorry, he's 5'7". He's also a yeah. fourth. Thomas Cruise... Mapother, Mapother the fourth. Oh wow! I think you're making up words. I can do it too. That's what it says on IMDb. You know what's hard to to you know <clears> the, <throat> the one thing about Tom Cruise that drives me nuts uh, is running his, t- his tooth. <laughs> Have yeah, you ever seen Impossible uh, Six Rogue Tooth? If you go to Facebook, <laughs> I just posted a picture on our message. I want you to look at his tooth. You can never unsee it. How it's kind of in the but, middle of his face. It's in the middle, his, his middle, yeah. yeah. It's right in the middle of his nose. Yeah, yeah if that, you Google it, there's actually there's actually pictures that have been drawn with a line down the middle. That's what I, yeah, that's what I just Oh, that's what you have? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. 
yeah. But um, I've, I've noticed that a long time ago. But I don't you can't it. you can't unsee that type of thing. But anyway, back to the movie. Um, I enjoyed the twists. I didn't know where it was going. I loved J. I, I, I guess I missed this movie in the theater because I really didn't know who J. J. Abrams was at the time. Or yeah, something. I mean, yeah, is this really, after yeah. Lost or is this pre-Lost? After Lost. This is no pre-Lost. After Alias. Okay, and I never watched Alias, so I I, well, I guess I just missed either. it. But um, I think I would have been turned back to this franchise with this movie had I seen it in the theater. Okay, I lied. It's, 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 it's fun. In the, it's in the middle of Lost because Lost middle was 04 to, to ten. Interesting. I wonder why I didn't give him a chance, but um. I, I, well, it was because of the dang trailer with him blowing sideways, and uh, I, that just bugs me. <laughs> that does sound kind of funny, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. How about you, Sean? What do you think? Okay, here we go. I'm excited. So again, I picked this movie. So I, uh, of course, I own. And, this. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. This movie sucks. It's the worst movie ever. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> um, <laughs> I I own this movie. Shocking. Um, Though I don't own it on Blu-ray. I need oh, to get it Oh, that on. goes on the uh, bingo card. Yeah. Oh, that Sean owns it, the movie that we watch? Yeah. <laughs> um, that's actually pretty fair. Yep. So I saw this in the theater. And frankly, Corny, I'm su- the only reason why I'm surprised you and I didn't go see it, because it was in 06, I was living in Wilmington at the time. Or mm. Oh, back when we were neighbors about three hours? Yeah, three and a half we were hours. on the same road. We lived off the same road, but it was three and a half hours away from each other. Um, Good lord! Yeah, it's kind of funny. May of 2006, so I would have actually still been. I would actually have been in Charleston doing the TV show. Um, so I must have oh, watched yeah. it down there. Um, oh, was that 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 amazing that Palmetto fantastic Point? Palmetto Point TV show that I oh, was on? Oh wow! Um, you know, I went looking for a trailer for that the other day. Bless uh, it be the funnel cake. You can find. <laughs> okay, you can find the trailer <laughs> for it on YouTube. The I did find. It might have been on Vimeo, actually. I don't know. But they made a... Um, <laughs> that'll be funny later in the episode. Yes. Um, I actually found... <laughs> so they were filming... When we were filming the TV show, they were filming a behind-the-scenes documentary, which was supposed to go on the, the DVD set when this was ever going to hit DVD uh, to have, like, you know, get behind-the-scenes footage of the making of Paul Middle Point. And they, instead, they turned it into... <clears throat> A documentary called Breaking Point, and basically the rise and fall of the uh, of the producers of this of this failed TV show. And I watched the whole thing, and it it completely changes kind of the tone because, again, from what I remember, it's it's different than the like the the the, the documentary kind of paints the producers as these kind of happy-go-lucky, oh shucks kind of guys. Oops, we screwed up and. We did some bad things, but we really tried hard. And I remember the, you know, the horrible <laughs> people trying to have sex with random people and the drunk nights and one of them getting stuck in a bathtub. Like, that's the stuff I remember. So, uh, again, another story yeah. for another time. <clears throat> we know you had fun, Sean. That's fun. Yeah, it's okay uh, to Unfortunately, to I was the guy having to drive these assholes home. Um, anyway. Yeah. I swear, by the way, I I was in a hotel bar with one of them. Really? At um, I was on at a conference in Raleigh, and one of your producers was talking about it, about the show and what he was doing in this hotel bar in Raleigh. Are you serious? I'm when? dead serious. Like, I think I talked about that a long time ago. In 06? Yeah, because he was talking about Palmetto Point. Holy shit! Was he a big fat guy? Uh, he was a bigger guy. Well. 
So there was there were several producers. I know people don't care about this, but the big fat guy yep. was John Kearns. He was the main money. <clears throat> he was the guy that, you know, he wanted to you know install the casting couch. If you don't know what that means, Google yes. casting couch. Yeah, you don't want to uh, know about. But you want to you want to keep the safe search on. Um, Should I, yeah. <laughs> should, I, then, should I Google this? No, again, keep safe search on, or do it at home in the <laughs> privacy of your bedroom. Um, and wow. then there was wow, wow, wow. Then there was Bo. Bo was like five three. And then there was my. Well, see, this guy was sitting at the bar, so it was hard to gauge. I'm just gonna and ask: I... Did he have a mustache with really dark uh, black hair? Oh God, I'm trying to remember. Was his name Ron Jeremy? He I, he had dark hair. It wasn't gray or anything. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, there was anyway. there was a couple other producers. I don't know. There, there was a couple. He had to have been a producer because he was talking about Pullman Point. Well, there was other there was to other... the bartender like he was a big wig. That actually sounds like John Kearns, because only he would try to use that to gain influence over anybody. Um, <laughs> anyway, in fact, it, cool. might have, it doesn't matter. That show sucked, and may it rest in the uh, shambles. Um, <laughs> but Mission Impossible 3. So, like I said, <laughs> I, um, I, I, I saw it in the theater. I own it. I really, really like this movie. Yeah, uh, it's ap- apart from Sam's little... Um, a little um, physics issue, which truly is an issue. I'm not sure why they did it that way. Maybe they just wanted to have a, a cool scene where Tom gets thrown into a Dodge Stratus. I don't know, but um, yeah, I, I don't know why. Really, they... that, that is such a. I mean, on an otherwise great movie, it really is. That's, it's that's I a mean, scar for me. Yeah, uh, this is one of uh, this was JJ's directorial debut. Yep. Um, and it, and, uh, very expensive. I like yeah, it was a, yeah, it was a $150 million budget, um, which is a lot of money for a directorial debut for a dude. And, uh, he, but at uh, this time though, he, he was, he was huffing it with lost. Well, yeah, lost was a thing and alias was a thing. And he of course used those, those, uh, connections, right? Mm-hmm. So he brought his buddies, Alex Kurtzman and Robert Orsi along to write. Was it, uh, Kurt Russell in the, I mean, not Kurt Russell, Carrie. Was it Carrie Russell? Yes. Wasn't yeah. she one of his things? Uh, she was Felicity. Felicity. Um, which I don't know. That's if, the only thing I know her from. Um, I think F- Felicity was, uh, yeah, he created Felicity. Okay. So, so I knew she had something to do with him. Which is funny. She wasn't actually the original cast member for that role. But, of course, he did it. Um, he brought her in, and um, he had a couple other people. Um, the, the, the dude that's talking that, that Tom Cruise is talking to at the party who, when after Tom Cruise talks about the magic of traffic and he walks away and the guy pretends to snore, that guy, oh, is, that's, um, that's, he's in every JJ Abrams movie. He's in JJ, he's in Star Trek beyond. He's in force awakens as the fat pilot. Um, <laughs> uh, he's also a guy from heroes. That's yeah. Where I, I know him. Yeah. Yeah. He's in heroes. Yeah. They must be buddies. Yeah, it's all well. Hollywood. If I've, I've mentioned it multiple times, Hollywood is very incestual. If you get the right friend, then you're good to go. Are we talking like Billy Bob Thornton and uh, Angelina Jolie, or no, nothing like that? But anyway. okay. But still, you can, <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, so 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 back to my, my initial whatever. Um, I'm just gonna yeah. simply say that I I genuinely love this movie. I think it's fun. I this movie was the perfect. And we've talked about this also on the show. Sometimes movies catch us in the right or wrong mood. And mm-hmm. this one just got me. I had a, I was kind of having a rough day yesterday um, with work and some family things happening. And I was just grateful for two hours where I can just 
enjoy. And I, I can't turn my brain off because that's part of my job with this, with this show is to, mm. you know, engage and to, you know, critique and things like that. Mm. But I just just was in, enthralled with it. I forgot to take notes for about an hour. Um, <laughs> so I have a lot of notes, but there's like about about a good 30 minutes that I forgot to take notes, um, which is fine. I just I got into the movie, the whole Vatican scene. I just got into and just oh, that Vatican it. scene was fun. It was just, wow. The the movie is that it's just a fun movie, and I really enjoyed it. So, um, so to all of your points, uh, no, this is not a perfect movie by any stretch. No. Um, but I'm just gonna go ahead and say it since we're not gonna do uh, Mission Impossible movies as our top three. Uh, this is my favorite of the franchise. Um. With, I'd have with, to go back and see the first one again, and it's been a while. Well, you need to watch four and then five yeah. to make a judgment call. Um, would they, would, well, what would you think about four and five? Where would you put them? Well, if we were going to rank these <coughs> in order, I would rank them as three, four, five, one, two. Oh, wow. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Come on, Star Wars. I'm similar to that. I would say I actually liked four, then this one. But... The rest of it is the same, yeah. Yeah, the the big difference between four and this one is four has more humor. I think that's why it appeals to me. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, because Simon Pegg is in it more. It's not a spoiler. It's just Simon Pegg is in it more. Yeah. And so when you bring him into your movie, you're gonna have some more humor, and Jeremy Renner adds an extra. They 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 replace the being Rames character for Jeremy Renner. Oh. So they got rid of the black guy. Well, no, he's in. Well, he's technically in the movie, but he's in the last <coughs> five minutes of the movie. So, but they okay. but they bring in Jeremy Renner as a really. I like Ving Rhames. I do too. Um, in fact, the only part about the second movie I like is when the bad guys are shooting at him and they hit his jacket. He goes, "You shot my Versace," and then he kills him or something like that. Like that's the only good part of that movie. <laughs> um, oh, I remember that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's the only part I remember. Right. It's not a good movie. So anyway, um, that's how I would order them. I will say this movie has spoiled uh, Carrie Russell for me for uh, for a while. Why? W- with her little nose explosion. Oh, that was gross. And the look oh, on, their, on her face. face. Yeah. That face. Like, oh, yeah. I can't make love like, to a face let like her, that. Let, <laughs> let her die with more dignity. Uh, I thought it was a cool way to, for them to simulate what was happening in her brain. But yeah, it was oh, absolutely. gross as hell. But she had like that dead fish eye. Yeah. And then, and then her other eye was like, Off you know, side, like she know. was kicked by a mule or something. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she was kicked by a brain She's ruined. bug. Yeah. She's ruined. Yeah. Uh, that one, that's actually, you're right on that one. Uh, <laughs> this is actually our second Carrie Russell film. What was it our is? first one? Well, you missed that particular episode, Sam. Um, oh. But it was the... You uh, attacking a giant ant or something. I don't know. Yeah. No, that was... Yeah. Was that was you, that was you with the ant? No, it was the yeah. uh, We Were Soldiers episode. Oh, okay. Yeah, she was in that. Did she have a, a lazy eye? No, she okay. just had a baby <laughs> and a and a husband. Oh, so she was ruined in a bar. We have a baby in a bar. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so anyway, um, uh, I think this movie has one of the coolest cold opens in a film ever. Absolutely. I mean, you're like you just walk into this thing and you've got no flipping co- clue what's happening, and it's yeah. it's intense, and you're like, whoa. Yes. And then you hear them pull the trigger, and you're like, whoa, wait a minute, you're like, 
they they kill they kill Michelle Monaghan. She's she's hot. You can't shoot her in the face. I know. I will say Melissa McCarthy um, is amazing <laughs> to look at. Uh, honestly, <laughs> other than her husband, you're probably the only person that's ever said that, Sam. Yep. Um, I I would watch more movies with her in it. Well, I mean, you know, um, she's in more things. She was in. Oh uh, yeah. What else she was she in? Hold on, let me check IMDb. Can make sure you actually, name, I'm sorry. Michelle Monaghan, not <laughs> Melissa Oh, Monaghan. Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah. Did, Michelle did Monaghan. Did anyone else notice, and I didn't notice it until the last couple scenes, but did anyone else notice she is like bow-legged? What? Like her knees I did, I didn't notice. almost touch when she walks. There's no. probably a reason for that. <laughs> that's <Jeez. laughs> Did you just go wow, see more Hoffmanos? Wow, that's gross. <laughs> There's probably a reason for that. Uh, she did. I liked her in, um, those jeans. Uh, well, yeah. She was in so, a movie called Penthouse North. Uh, so she's in a machine, machine gun preacher, which is a, actually, oh, a good she movie. is. Yeah. Um, I like the cool. movie source code. Uh, she was in, which is an actually a pretty interesting movie with our Jake Gyllenhaal. Um, hey, look at that. She's our comic book connection. She's in Constantine. She, uh, wait, what? Uncredited Ellie, uncredited. Oh right. Oh, that's the friend. Yeah. I think we have better comic book connections than her. Don't you think? Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um. Um. Like. Uh. I like, I, what's his name? The the. Sim- Superman's Sim- boss. Wouldn't, wouldn't uh. Lawrence Fish- yeah, Liz Lawrence Fishburne. Lawrence, Lawrence Fishburne. Yeah, he's Harry White. Perry White, we've got. Uh, why do I feel like Ving Rhames has been in a comic book movie? No, no uh, I don't think it. I mean, he was in Pulp Fiction. Yeah. Bring oh out, yeah. Bring out the gimp. Pulp uh, Fiction was in him. Ugh. Oh. There's uh, there's uh, what about um, Simon Pegg? Has he done any comic book movies? He's obviously uh. done the Star Trek. I'm really starting to like Star the movies Wars. he's in, by the way. Simon Pegg? Simon Pegg, yep. Oh, yeah, he's great. Most of the movies he's in, I really, I've really liked. Um, he's obviously our Star Wars connection, other than... Of course, hey, he, uh, Vin Rames was in Aquaman back in 2006. What? Wait, what? The cartoon, I guess? Yeah. No, Aquaman, it's a pilot. Oh. It was supposed to be a show. A young 20-something diver oh. living in the Florida Keys discovers he has the power to breathe underwater. Wait a minute. Hold on. We got a we got a pretty good other one. Um, friggin' Billy Cudrup was uh, Mr. Manhattan in Watchmen. Oh, there you go. Yeah, I knew we had some good ones. Um, okay. So, I will know it. Yeah, that will definitely. Yeah, you can't not. Um, big old blue, big old blue, blue penis. Blue, yeah, yeah, blue penis and everything. Yeah. Did he? Was he? Oh, I thought they used a different new. actor for the Manhattan. No, it's him. Like they they had the the human and <laughs> the, the kids guy. call it now. <laughs> yeah, I got my different actor here. So you can have the uh, my my penis stand in. Um, I don't know if you want to say stand in. That just seems no, fair enough. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so anyway, they don't uh, ha- they don't have a, lo- a lens long enough for uh, for some of us. No. So. Oh. Yeah. Penis jokes are great. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we've we've dropped to that. Lowest uh, common denominator. Yes, we are. <clears throat> now, the only thing we're missing is a good fart joke. Or maybe I already did. I don't know. Chad's not here. Um, <laughs> God, God rest his soul. soul. God rest his soul, yeah. <laughs>
That sounds uh, like that's been tampered with. Yeah. Bingo. Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, inside jokes are great. Um, so, so Sam, so you were talking about yes. w- one of your issues. So I have a couple of issues with the movie. I will admit okay. that this has some, some issues. So issue number one. If, um, if Luther misses with those 50 cows, the movie's over. <laughs> I mean, you oh, know what I'm saying? Like, he's shooting in a building with 450 cows with trackballs. Um, I, I did notice that. And I am horrible on those trackballs on computers like, or, I, or video games. I couldn't get past round six on, the, you know, on the, uh, Missile Command. This guy's shooting four of them. You know, so. Uh, anyway, but that was so. I don't know. Maybe the there's some sort of chip inside of him. That, like, the computer knows not to fire in that direction. Oh, maybe. I don't know. He is good with computers, so I guess maybe <clears> he's <throat> good with the video game. Maybe we can make that connection. Um, yeah, I'm just saying. That's my only excuse, but I, I kind of thought the same thing. So a defibrillator. Uh, anybody yes. taking CPR classes or anything like that? Yes. Yes, any, I am, any, actually. So, you, yep. Corny, so if you've taken defib training, you know that when you hit someone with a defibrillator, the shock doesn't go to their brain. It would kill no. people. Like... Electrical current in your brain die, death, right? So yes. in order for them to to actually have stopped the charge in her brain with the defib, they would have had to shock her brain. Put it on either great. side of her head, right? Right, which would have probably just instantly have killed her. Um, but, I mean, you have that or you have explosion and then lazy eye. Right. <clears throat> so, I mean, I understand, like, what the movie... Yo, lazy <laughs> Oh, my gosh. A Five <laughs> Goes West reference. <laughs> That's definitely not on the bingo card. Man. Nice. Yahtzee. I am super impressed, Corny. I didn't even know you knew that movie. Um, <laughs> Thanks to you. You made I, me watch it. I love that movie so much. That that might even be my, my music. I don't know. Um, no one knows what that means. Um... What? Oh, uh, they only escaped with the attack helicopter because that pilot decided to be slick and try to go through the big wind wind turbines, right? Yeah. There was no reason for him to do that. He'd just fly over. Right. Just... You know why he did it? No, please his, tell me. His co-pilot was like, but you won't go through there. Right. <laughs> Here, or, hold my beer. Or it was a hot it was a hot chick, and he was like, oh, I'm going to get them some bitches, and he's trying to put you to death. Yeah, that's the only reason why. You've been in, you've been in South Carolina too long. That came out too naturally. Yeah, some bitches. Some bitches. Yeah. Oh, well, it happens. Yes, because you, <laughs> because being two two hours north where you are in Shelby is such a more high highbrow uh, society than where I am here. <laughs> um, well, I do believe it's it's scientifically proven that the further you go north. The more civilized society becomes. I think it's actually the more farther north you go, the bigger asshole you become. I think that's, well, that's actually true too. pretty pretty accurate. That's what um, New York smells like shit. Yeah, I'm kidding. Um, I'm kidding. I love the Big Apple. No, I don't. I've actually never been. No, I'm just kidding. I've never been to New York apples. City. I've been to New York uh, State, but never been to New York City. <clears> um, but my one of my my best friend Chris, his grandmothers live in uh, upstate New York, and. She is what you would just consider your prototypical New Yorker. So, like, when we went to visit, she had to work. She worked at a hospital. So she'd come home. She was a nurse or a nurse assistant or whatever that she was. And she'd come home, and 
Hey grandma, how was your day? These mother efforts, I mean, she would just like rant and rave for 30 <laughs> minutes and use every swear word in the book and some that I'd never heard of. And then she's like, okay, so what's for dinner? I'm like, uh, I don't know. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, New York, great. Um, I smelled it once. <laughs> oh, like so how many of us like, actually have been to New York City? I drove. We drove. Literally drove around it from yeah. Jersey. Yeah same, yeah, same here. I saw it from afar off at, when I was at the Newark Airport. Yeah, yeah. Flying into Newark, yeah. you can see the Statue of Liberty. Yeah, yeah. And, huh. at, and at the time, the so, two towers for me. You do get a you do get a kind of a whiff of the smell. It's kind of like a cross between urine and Indian food. Yeah. Yeah. The smell of desperation and arrogance all at the same time. <laughs> so I'm the only one who's actually been to New York. Yeah, how City. about that? That doesn't seem likely. <laughs> well, you know, hey, it's all right. I'm probably the only one of the four of us that's been to Alaska. Yeah. Um, I couldn't turn it into a joke fast enough. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Alaska, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, that's fine. Yeah, and Hawaii. I've been to Hawaii too. So, but I know Sam, you've been there. So. Oh yeah. Um, that's why he's not allowed back. Actually. And they allowed him back. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, I, when I was there, I know Sam, you went there and you saw some scenes where they filmed Jurassic Park, right? I literally stood at where the gates were to Jurassic Park. Yeah. In fact, I do think I have a picture somewhere of where I have um, photoshopped a raptor behind me as I was running away from it. Right. So, yeah. Nice. Yeah. yeah we, when we were there, they had just wrapped, um, well, not just wrapped, it, the movie had come out in theaters. <clears throat> Uh, but the um, the atoll, the big giant floating metal city they built for Waterworld, was in the harbor, and we went and we got to see it. How do you always do that? It's impressive. What? Yeah. Somehow make a reference to Waterworld. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like Joe Pesci, we just say, but you actually have a yeah. reason for Waterworld every time, every yeah. time, a legitimate reason. Yeah. No, yeah. I don't. I didn't mean for that one to happen. But yeah, we saw the atoll, and uh, my my. Did aunt, you have to pay? No. Not oh, nice. Nice. <laughs> And my aunt, who lives there, she was telling us about it. She said, yeah, the um, the production company sold it to Japan, and they're going to tugboat it out to the Pacific and sink it to help build up their reef. So I was like, oh, that's, that's kind of cool. So, so um, just like <coughs> Kevin Costner's career, it's at the bottom of the Pacific Ocean. No, I'm, just I'm just teasing. He's had some good movies since then. Hey, you know, one of my favorite movies of all time, I'm just kidding, actually, uh, but uh, a movie I I like to watch every once in a while when I get it. for the love of the game. Oh, okay, it's a good movie. Good movie. Yeah, is that the one where he's pitching the the perfect game? Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's and he a, makes uh, that's a darn sad movie. It I is, like that movie. but I like the the one line that he says is, is you know, uh, oh damn it, I've already forgotten the line. No, but no. it's the mechanism line, like uh, or stop the mechanism or something like that, and we're trying to get the crowd to. Just basically zone out, which I thought was pretty neat. Approach to humming a humming a humming a humming a humming a humming a humming or he does that that high pitched noise that Sean was hearing last week. He has it pumped into his his ears. I was actually pretty fortunate enough to be able to edit around a lot of that noise, so people might not actually hear a whole lot of it. They're just going to hear a lot of our reaction to this kind of phantom noise in the show. Um. I was going to say, oh, no, uh, what was I going to say? Oh, no, my boss uh, over the weekend saw the um, 
Hidden Figures movie, the the Kevin Costner joint with uh, the African American women who worked on the space program, and she oh. said she walked out of there sobbing, just crying what? because of really because of basically because of Kevin Costner and his great acting. No, she said because <laughs> of basically not to bring the show into a weird place, but basically about how awful we as a society treated African Americans and how everyone was just okay with it. It was just. Um, uh, you know, huh. it was just a thing that was accepted back then, you know, and uh, she said, you know, she said when the, the movie was over with, people were actually applauding the movie. Uh, she said, oh, wow. Yeah. And she said, and that doesn't happen very often. Especially in a movie. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So it was, she said. It Don't was, we have that happen with like, uh, what movie did we watch where people applauded? Us? Lego movie. Yeah. We went and saw something. Uh, no, I wouldn't Lego movie because that was kids. Was it Force Awakens? I know. I know Force did. Well, yeah. when I saw Force, shoot, I was clapping. No, we saw Force. Force. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I I had. I know they cl- they clapped after. Um, was it Deadpool? Clapped. I don't no, know. I don't maybe remember. I I there, I there, I there have, have there have Deadpool. been movies where um I went to. Heck, I remember going to see, uh, Attack of the Clones, and when Yoda came in the scene to fight, my, the theater I was in went. I mean, ape shit. Like people were screaming. And then when he started jumping Babies all over the place. Babies were being born. Like, seriously, <laughs> like cats and dogs were living together in that moment. It was bananas. So. B-A-N-A-N-A-N. Um, so anyway, back to this movie. Um, yeah. So what were your other problems there, Sean? <laughs> so, so that was, one, what was one of my problems? The helicopter bit was one. Um, yeah. I, so they do this in this movie, which I have complained about a dozen times on this show, at least, when the camera shows us actors reacting to a situation that we that they wouldn't normally act in meaning it's the hans conundrum not hans it's the um christoph conundrum from frozen right his whole plan is to kill the older sister so that he can take over the kingdom that's the plan for him going there in the first place is to either marry the older one so he can take over the kingdom whatever his his whole plan is nefarious yet he meets the younger sister and she they have this cute interaction, and then he falls in the water, and then he has this sweet little smile, Aww. like, oh, I'm in love. No, he wouldn't do that. He would put his fingers together and go, me. <laughs> right. So <laughs> in this movie, we kept having these moments where, you know, Lawrence Fishburne's character, he's, like, having these looks like he's going to be the one who betrays everyone. The bad guy. He's the yeah. bad guy. And I'm like, that's not, you know what I'm saying? Like, I kept getting annoyed with these moments <clears> where, where the actor is by himself, and he's doing, he's having reactions to things that he wouldn't have if he were. So it was like, the opposite of Frozen. So this guy was promoting that he's evil. Right. The the, the movie wanted well, you he's to not. make. Yeah. The movie wanted you to think Lawrence Fishburne was the bad Maybe guy. Maybe he has gas. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and there's the fart joke. Um, yeah. There you go. So this episode has it all. I'm just, I'm just saying, you know, when when I don't feel Bible references gas as fresh <laughs> as I should. You know, I, I make faces too. It's yeah. it's kind of like how a baby, you know, that you think they're smiling and really they're grabbing their pants. Sure, yeah. that's fair. That's yeah. fair. Um, <laughs> uh, v and Rames used the wrong phrase. A fulcrum? No, that's not a fulcrum. That's a pendulum, there, Chief. Pendulum. Uh, yeah. Get back to your. The fulcrum machine. is isn't the fulcrum uh, where it pivots? I don't know. It's a maybe. Bad... Maybe the fulcrum. Isn't that a bad guy organization name. in uh, some Marvel thing? 
Actually, uh, maybe not Marvel, but it definitely is a... Uh, yeah, Fulcrum's a yeah. bad guy organization in something that I've seen. I don't oh, know. I swear, though, Fulcrum, because I believe I saw this on, like, Sesame Street or something. Yeah, it's a thing. Fulcrum definition. Um, Physics. I got also a little annoyed when after he escapes from the Chinese building and then he... Hey, uh, <clears throat> oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. He lands on the ground, right? Of course, we have to have the, the bit where he is suspended over the ground by wire. Fine. Um, he does that in all the movies. Which is iconic. You know, I'm good with that. I'm fine with that. Uh, but then he drops the canister, and then it's like a cartoon where he's like getting hit by cars, and he's having to chase it, and you know, and he might as well have He needs to have that, that yeah, Benny Hill soundtrack. Oh, not the circus theme, but yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Yakety Sacks need to be playing. So, I mean, other than that, really. Oh, why was the train yard on fire? What was that all about? It was weird. Detroit. Yeah, it was like, how did he film that in Detroit? Um, <laughs> Shanghai, Detroit, and uh, that's really kind of it. So, so, so let's play. Uh, oh well, quick, uh, quick oh. statement here. Yeah, Fulcrum. Yeah, is the evil organization in Chuck? How Chuck, about that? That's what it uh, nice. always comes back to. Chuck. I will mention that Fulcrum is the point on which a lever rests or is supported, and on which it pivots. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So we were both right. Yeah. That's strange. Yeah. Um. Something that, uh, something just to going back to things that bothered us about the movie. Yeah. Yeah. This particular movie and a lot of spy movies do this, and I've never understood why they do this. If I'm a spy, I'm not going to use my real name. No kidding. Yes. And, and, and if I work with, you know, if I'm an agent, <laughs> I'm not going to shout out the other agent's real name. Uh, in front of other people, All the and time. I'm certainly not going to say, "Oh, uh, tell me about your your new girlfriend Julia," uh, over you know some sort of radio that anybody could hear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that just it really bothered me. Very well, unprofessional. They, <clears throat> but and they they did it the whole movie. It's like, I mean, it started from the beginning of the movie when Carrie Russell or whatever. She's like Ethan. All she does is scream his name, and then he throws a gun at her. Or Ethan, you know, and then he lands on the truck. And he he says I forgot being uh, Ramsey's uh, name, but um, what was his name? Uh, Luther. Mm-hmm. And then the guy drives off. Like you just they, everyone was saying their names casually. It was crazy. So now you're right. Why do they do that? I don't know. Why does Bond always use his real name? Don't you think people would eventually like figure that? Oh, James Bond. Oh, you're, by the way, uh, <clears throat> I read a uh, a little opinion article that James Bond is just the code name, and that each Bond that we see is a real Bond. But they're all dead. Oh, that's an interesting idea. Is that they Aww. just use the name James Bond, but they all have it different... is the James Bond. Uh, uh, whoever dons that name is designed to die in, in incredible, um, you know, situations. Right. Um, you know, right. whatever the case may be. I thought that was pretty interesting. Thought or uh, an interesting thought towards that. Yeah. Corny, hmm. did you see our? Uh, we have a psych connection. Carlton Lasseter in the background there. Lasseter, he had yeah. one line. But there Did I was... see Dolph Lundgren in this movie? I don't think so. I you swear. See Dolph. I swear he was in um, that almost the final scene. I don't know. Let me. You would have. I doubt it. He would have been real old then. Well, no, not in 06. No, in 06, he's in the kind of the prime of his 40s. I'm saying like he he's come back since then and done like Expendables movies. That's yeah. a good point. He's not in the. Crowd. What year was this movie again? Oh six. 
six. I could have swore. I'll have to to find the. Time yeah, if you can find it and screenshot it and send it to us, that's fine. Yeah. But I don't. I yeah, mean, but he, his name would have been. Uh, yeah, he's not been. in it, and plus he's such a big man. Like, he was huge. Yeah, he's freaking huge. Um, it's huge. Bit. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, good to see the science behind the uh, making of the masks. You know, like you yeah, need, you need a photo, cool. especially then, after they used it so much. Yeah, I I thought that was cool because it made it kind of real and less magic. Like they based it in science, which I'm really good. I, I really liked. Uh, I think that's JJ's good with that kind of thing. Um, I mean, I actually recently rewatched Force Awakens um, this weekend, and there was a couple moments where they get a little scientificy, little 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 science techy in the in the movie, and I'm like, yeah, it's JJ. Then I had my, 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 my two issues with that movie. Kind of bothered me again, but that's fine. Um, was it necessary to gag him like Silence of the Lambs? I thought that was kind of weird. Whatever. Hey, um, again, maybe he, that might have been a homage to Buffalo Bill. Uh, maybe. I don't know. Um, or, I love that his getaway music was We Are Family. That cracked me up. <laughs> um, and then my next note was Two Hour to Get the Gear for their op in China, I wrote, I couldn't drive to Dick's Sporting Goods, buy a baseball launcher, get it to the roof of a building, and then set it up in two hours, let alone do all the other things you need to do. <laughs> if Batman can get from the middle of the other side of the world <laughs> to Gotham in literally 12 minutes, anything's possible. Oh, one more reason why I hate that movie. Ugh. That movie sucks. I had to actually argue against somebody about that movie. They're like, no, it's a good movie. I'm like, please explain to me the good parts, because I haven't seen any. Was oh, his name Alan? No, I wasn't Alan. <laughs> oh. I mean, literally, the only good part about that movie is Anne Hathaway in leather. Like, she was the best part of the movie, because she's hot. Other than that, that movie's terrible. Yeah, that leather oh. was, didn't breathe very well, so I'm pretty sure she... So I created a little game for you guys. You ready for this? Oh, Okay. Yeah. This is what I'm referring to as the Tom Cruise. I wish I had a sound for this. Um, um, Here we go. This is the son of a bitch must pay. All right. The uh, (laughs) Tom Cruise movie checklist. All right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So 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 can we all who who so we'll take turns. Who can guess what I and I wrote down one two three four five things. Wait, no. That's, I didn't mean to put that there. <laughs> I meant to put that there. Uh, so I wrote down the four things that I see in every Tom Cruise movie. Yes. All right. So we each Your get a teeth. turn. All right. Okay. That's fine. Uh, Andrew, besides that, do you have a guess? Uh, Tom Cruise without a shirt on. Uh, That'd be Matthew McConaughey. Does he go shirtless? All right, all does right. he go shirtless in this movie? Not in this one. Oh, okay. But most of them, yes. Yeah, he does do it. I know he does it in, like, Reacher, and he's doing it actually more often now because he's like, hey, I'm 50 and I'm still in shape. All right. Not on my mm. list but because it wasn't in this movie, but okay. Uh, Corny. I'm sorry, what was the first thing you said? Uh, well, Andrew said the he's shirtless, but um, that wasn't in this movie, but it does happen oh, often. Uh, for, uh, sorry, riding a motorcycle. Riding a motorcycle. Bing. Yes. Oh, I don't have a Bing. Um, what do I have? Hey, remember that one episode I tried to do Bing like way early on? Yeah. yeah. Um, how about uh? There we go. So, so I don't have anything for, um, for a Bing. Uh, 
No, I don't. So anyway, there you go. <clears throat> uh, don't worry. Bings are worthless. <laughs> Ask Microsoft. Oh. Shots fired. What? There we go. So, uh, okay. Uh, Sam. Uh, I would have to say run. Yes. Run. Yes. Definitely. So, do, do the Tom Cruise run. Yep. yep. There we go. Uh, you get a, a uh, hey, bro. You get a that for that. Woohoo! Uh, Andrew, you want to try another one? Hmm. He's wearing sunglasses. He's wearing. Well, is that a thing? is that a thing? That's I mean, a Tom Top Gun thing. Yeah, he wears some of those aviators. I guess he wears them in Days of Thunder. Dolph Imposter at one forty-seven ish. Yes. Do you want me to pull up Netflix and look now? If you want to, but we can continue playing this game. All right. <coughs> so I'm trying to think. Yeah, think about something that, um, that yeah. Something that he he has a woman. <laughs> How about be more specific with something that he always does with said woman? Kisses them. Or I was gonna say sex scene, but okay, that's fine. Sex oh, scene, ding. Yeah. Um, that's right. Because he has uh, to remind the world. Not a great yeah. plan. There you go. Just like the South Park uh, trying to get Tom Cruise out of the closet episode <laughs> did so well. Have you ever seen that? No. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Is that, is that a thing? All right. Uh, Andrew, back to you. I have one more on my list. Um, this mm. one's kind of hard because... That's what she said. Um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. I don't know. But like, Corn- Fires a weapon. Well, no. no, he doesn't do that in every movie. Um, okay. uh, <laughs> unless you want to make another penis joke there. Um, <laughs> Corny, you want to take a guess? This one's a little hard. From uh, <laughs> this one's difficult. <laughs> to, uh, <laughs> uh, let's see. It's a motorcycle. Um, he always wears a leather jacket. Uh, he Ooh, he does do that. I didn't write that one down, but I think you're right. He probably does always wear a leather jacket. So I'll add that to the list. Um, leather jacket, leather jacket. The only, the last one I wrote down was he um, yells at people. He's always yelling at somebody. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Get out of the way, or show me the show money. me the money. Show me the money. Yeah. He's he's. Um. You complete me. Yeah, so he's always yelling at somebody. So that's my Tom Cruise. Uh, Could you imagine that scene if he had yelled that? <laughs> Don't come play me. <laughs> so that's my uh, my um, uh, my uh, my my list of Tom Cruise things. Stupid <laughs> book. So there you go. <laughs> just, I do need a ding, but I don't have one. I mean, like, the closest thing I have to a ding is just simply <laughs> that. It's my um, my rooster tail. For such, hey, uh, such <laughs> occasions as Sam decides to let one loose, whether it be in English oh. or German. Six, four, three, six, seven. Okay. Wait, okay. All right, so you said. What, what Wait, did he let one go in German once? Yeah. 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 Or you might not have been on that episode, but <laughs> he freaking job, he Sam. dropped one Thank in German, you. and then Thank I was you. like, "Wait a minute, do I need to go back and edit that?" And he were like, "Yeah, you might want to." Like, oh, man. <laughs> so. All right, so Sam, I'm watching the movie. You said an hour of 147? 147, yep. Look, there's, there's only Lundgren Chinese people. Oh, you got to keep moving then. Uh, <laughs> see. I mean, seriously, there's nothing but Chinese people and then <laughs> Philip Seymour Hoffman. Okay. All right, whatever. 
fine. Hold on. You're in now he's now it's right after he he knocks over the pile of stuff. Oh, maybe it's one forty-seven, forty-six. All right. So he 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 punches the guy. Oh, because he has blonde hair. Well, he he looks like Dolph Lundgren. Actually, okay, I can buy that in the action scene yeah. here. I can yeah. I can kind of get that a little bit. Maybe he was just around. Although now that I've seen it again, he looks smaller than Dolph Lundgren. Yeah, he's because he's the same height as Tom Cruise. <laughs> the same height as Tom Cruise. So either Tom Cruise is on an Apple box or uh, yeah. that guy. Because Dolph Lundgren maybe he has like, some apple bottom jeans and boots with the fur. <laughs> Corny, are you impressed that I know the lyrics to that song? No, no, I'm I'm disturbed. You know. But... The whole club was looking at her. Well, looking at her. Um, it's she hit H-U-R. the floor. And the next thing you know, she was going low. Low, low. Low, low. Low, low. 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 Actually, you know, we should just low, do a podcast low. of us. That's it. Of us reading lyrics. Of reading rap lyrics. Yeah. Yes. <clears throat> um, somebody actually posted on my Facebook page. It wasn't on my Facebook, but it was on Facebook. And it said... Uh, Someone's got a gun to your head, and you have to rap an entire song. And if you make a mistake, you die. What is your song you're rapping? And I immediately said, um, "Gangsters Paradise," uh, uh, "Amish Paradise" by Weird Al Yankovic. <laughs> 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 that one or "White and Nerdy" by Weird Al. That'd be that's about it. Actually, so uh, <clears throat> Weird Al's a little harder. Was, or the um, uh, um, "White and Nerdy." Think that baby is. No, sorry, it's gross. Anyway. Go ahead, please. Oh, I was, I was riding with a buddy. Oh, um, I mean, probably in the summer last year, and uh, we were just kind of listening to the radio in my charger, and uh, rap song came on, and so uh, it's from like the '90s, so I, I remember it, and I forgot what song it was, but I, I get halfway through it, and he goes, "I didn't know." I said, "What? Do, what do you mean? You didn't know what?" And he goes, "You're black." Oh my gosh! <laughs> I was like, "It happens." Sam, what are you sending me now? <laughs> oh, I'm not I'm not watching that now. <laughs> um all right, cool. Uh, that's it. That's kind of it. I, I got some yeah, other stuff yeah. to talk about. Um, um but that's like the first time I saw this, I couldn't believe that they killed her. Like I was actually really like the like when they actually showed her getting shot, I was like, Holy shit, they killed her. <clears throat> um Damn, she gonna be in Mission Impossible Four. Right. Um um, that wasn't for you, Sam. Spoilers. I know. Um, or is she? I don't know. I actually do know, but I'm not going to tell you, Sam, because that actually makes actually matters to the story. So maybe she's there in a flashback. Maybe she's only there in a memory. Oh, I guess you'll have a song. I don't know. I can make it into a song, maybe. She's only there in the flashback. Just there in my memory. I'm gonna go Please drink some that. beer now and. <laughs> Kick a deer in the knee. I don't know. Damn, I'm bad at songwriting. Um, that fulcrum jump bit, the the pendulum jump bit, makes my butthole pucker every time. Um, <laughs> I don't have that one on clip. I wish I did. <clears throat> I don't have. Uh, well, maybe do I do? But oh, that one made my butthole pucker. Yeah, did I capture that one from Bad Boys too? I don't know if I did or not. I, I think you did actually. Yeah, I, I should have if I didn't. But Bad Boys too. Yeah, here we go. Oh, that one puckered up my butthole. Yeah, so... <laughs> um, yeah, there we go. Uh, tropes, I wrote... Um, 
I wrote the Popeye moment, you know, he's looking at the girl and then he has to stand up and fight Philip Seymour Hoffman with his elbows. Inside job. Which was trope. a dumb fighting thing. Yeah. Eh, whatever, it's fine. It was fine. The thing is, is that it makes it kind of believable. Is I don't think of Philip Seymour Hoffman as a physical type of character. Like, he's a smart bad guy. He's not a punch-in-the-face kind of bad guy, you know? Right. He's, right. he's, I don't he's know. a great bad guy, though. Oh, he was a great bad guy. He was fantastic. Yeah. Um, and I wish he could have been a bad guy in more things. But um, he's more of a... I'm trying to relate him, Corny. Like, he's not your... You know, you're you're uh, trying to think of muscle-bound villains. A lot of them are. You know, he's more sinister. He's Doc Ock, not um, uh, you know Venom. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay, uh, I got gotcha. you. Um, but in this movie, they had him. But he, but you know, Ethan was all busted up and jacked up with that thing in his brain. So um, that's why he was kind of able to punch him. But man, when he went with by the by by the truck, that part was cool. I still think that's a cool way to die. Um, Only works when you're uh, the size of a. Yeah, small it works child. when you're small. Yeah. Well, it was also um, a, a good bit in the movie Speed when the uh, when Keanu Reeves did that to uh, Hoffman, and uh, not Hoffman. Uh, uh, shoot, what's his name? Dennis Hopper. Dennis Hopper. Hopper. I had Dustin Hoffman in my head. Dennis Hopper, and then he has that line, "Yeah, well, I'm taller." So anyway. Ugh, thank That's you. when we're all like, yeah, good, good job, Keanu. Yeah, good job. Now let's go make John Wick too, because I, I actually told my wife, I said I, I really want to see that. She rolled her eyes. She's like, yes, I know. Every time the commercial comes on, you say that. I said, but I want to watch it right now. So anyway. Well, I'm guessing I'm back. Maybe, uh, Corny. Maybe you and I can meet up in Spartanburg and we'll go watch it together in a movie theater. That sounds like a lot of fun. We should. I'm good. We'll we'll make, we'll get my tetanus shot and I'll be right on down. <laughs> Shut up. Spartanburg's not that bad. The the uh, the beacons there. Ah, uh, that is uh, uh, right, isn't it in Spartanburg? Uh, uh, yeah. I think it is. Ish. Yeah. Go there and get our yeah. uh, get our grub on. Um, so pay, ready for clips? Clippy clips. Good. Okay, I'm gonna play them. Sam had a, <laughs> Sam, Sam just sent me a message. He had to go uh, help the wife and kid with something. So um, we're gonna trudge on without him. So here we go, number clip number one, little clippy clip number one. With uh, when Sam mentioned this earlier about talking about girlfriends and stuff, you know, a little radio etiquette here. But nope, not in this movie. So rate of one. At some point, we got to go over this whole getting married thing. Negative observer. I don't respect you nearly enough to have that conversation. You may not respect me, but for now, you're stuck with my voice in your head. <laughs> Which is how I feel about this podcast. I'm just teasing. Uh, I'm just teasing. I've always thought if we had comms, it would just be Sam constantly <laughs> saying, Sam, stay off comms. No. Well, you know, I was thinking uh, about Antonio Banderas and how he's uh, and how European. He's, he, how he's French. <laughs> yeah. Something. yeah. <laughs> Damn it, Sam, I'm trying to concentrate. No kidding. Corny, could you imagine when you and I were working theater, could you imagine him on comms with us? Oh, when, my God. <laughs> when we were running the theater show, he <clears> would, <throat> I wish Sam were here right now. Sam, hurry up and get back. I'm here. I'm back. We're, we're basically making fun of you at your expense. Um, oh, I'm sure. Um, <laughs> so I'm going to play the clip for you real quick, Sam, so you can hear it. Okay. Yeah. So rate of one. At some point, we got to go over this whole getting married thing. Negative observer. I don't respect you nearly enough to have that conversation. You may not respect me, but for now, you're stuck with my voice in your head. So, 
So that led us to the idea that if we were ever on comms for whatever reason, you would just constantly be just like spouting nonsense and talking about the example we used was how isn't, isn't Antonio Banderas French or something? And um, obviously, we we played Halo online a few times, haven't we? Yeah, yeah, we have. Yeah. Yeah. But like, so my, my my where I was going was because Corny and I worked theater together. We worked in theater, and you wear comms in the theater when you're working backstage and as spotlight towers. And I said, could you imagine Sam, like <laughs> commentating the show as we're watching it? And... <laughs> oh my gosh, as fun as that would be, I would never want to have like to do that when money was on the line. That's all I'm gonna say. Um, yeah. There you go. <coughs> Though it would be fun to get you to come run camera with me at Carowinds one time. That would be kind of fun. Yeah. Yeah, just to hear what you have to say. Well, I don't know. So I don't like to be cold and the ice show. Carowinds, again, camera work not, is outdoors not a, at the amphitheater. Not a, a lot of you're, fun. You're actually going to be super hot. So <laughs> you'll be sweating <laughs> your balls off. You'll lose three pounds. The camera's kind of heavy. So that's all I'm going to yeah. say. Yeah. Um, and the ice show doesn't exist anymore. They've, they've long since ended that. Mm. There's like some Cirque du, Cirque. From what my, my buddy told me, it's Cirque du So Boring is in there now. Oh. Yeah, it's a Cirque du Soleil show, but basically it's like three people and they do like the same three tricks over and over again. Is that like the off, 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 yeah. off Broadway yeah. version of <laughs> yeah. Cirque du Soleil? Basically, it's like a dude does a couple bike tricks and then somebody does... There's a zip. They installed a zip line in there, corny, from the spotlight tower to the stage, and then there's something huh, else. That seems oddly familiar. Yeah, only that instead of it's a person instead of Snoopy's doghouse, a, an eight-pound doghouse. It's a person. Um, yeah. Whatever happened to that Snoopy? Uh, I could tell you, but North Korea. <laughs> no, actually, somebody <laughs> took it home. Uh, I think Joe tried to steal it, but I think someone took it home. <laughs> um, <laughs> Joe, I miss Joe. So uh, the Brassel, after they get back, Lawrence Fishburne's character, right? He um, he goes on a on a pretty long rant, and I love pretty much every second of it. Um, but listening to him rant for about five minutes would be kind of boring for the show. So I boiled it down to my favorite thirty seconds of Lawrence Fishburne. Mr. Brassel, it's unacceptable that judges in Paris's confidence. Based it's unacceptable the chocolate makes you fat, but I've eaten my share, and guess what? Two laptops for recovery. So no, where is that? We've talked edit, to tech sorry. services. They doubt if they can reconstitute the drives. Crispy, I believe, is what they called them. Worthless. Mr. Brassel, as operation manager of this office, I have the authority. Excuse me, did you just throw a title at me, Mr. Musgrave? I don't care if your daddy plays golf with the president. And he remains invisible. He's a damn invisible man. Wells, not Ellison, in case you want to be cute again. So I like all of those moments. Sorry for the awkward edit. But the thing that, that bothered me, not bothered me, but that, that I was always curious about is when he says, I'm the, he's the invisible man, Wells, not Ellison, in case you want to be cute again. I had to look it up in the trivia to figure out what the hell that meant. So what that means is, is that the invisible man is in terms of Wells, not Ellison. H.G. Wells, Wells wrote The Invisible Man, in which the title character is a scientist who can make himself physically invisible. Ralph Ellison wrote Invisible Man, in which the main character is an African-American, considers himself a member of social... Uh, what? Himself a member of a socially invisible minority. So, I mean, that, that's a line that really makes you have to, like, think and know, which, again, I love J.J. Abrams for doing. Um... Stupid so, Evan book. Yeah, that actually would have been perfect for that moment. 
Uh, so I, I really appreciated that little bit there. Here we go. Uh, Summon Peg being funny. What the hell is Davian doing at the Vatican? Uh, it's all got to do with the rabbit's foot. Rabbit's friend. Yeah, well, I'm assuming it's like a code word for something he's about to sell to an unspecified buyer for $850 million, by the way. Or maybe it's not a code word, maybe it's just a really, really expensive bunny appendage. Uh, yeah. Benji, you're great. Thank See you, Corny, for that picture and group me. I, uh, that makes me happy. Um, <laughs> I knew someone stole it, I just did not know who. Um... Uh, here we go. Uh, I thought this was just kind of a funny little thing that happened in the middle of the movie. In the middle of this intense action scene. What's up? Nothing. What's up with you? Nothing. <laughs> you know, I kind of feel like Phil Seymour Hoffman just uh, decided to say that. Yeah, maybe. Like, I, I kind of feel like he winged it. Yeah, maybe. Which I thought was pretty funny. And, and, That's and, a conversation and, that I have on the daily. With your... Least. With who? Your wife? Your children? Yourself? With someone. The dog? During the day. Okay. Yeah. Student. Um, coworker. We we made yeah. reference to this earlier, but here you go. Um, this is 20, 22 seconds of just wonderful... Um, 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 what's his name? Um, Hoffman? Yes, thank you. Gosh, brain. Sorry, here you go. 22 seconds. Every buyer you've worked with, every organization. What the hell is your name? Names, contacts, inventory lists. You have a, a wife, girlfriend. It's up to you how this goes. Because you know what I'm going to do next? I'm going to find her. Whoever she is, I'm going to find her and I'm going to hurt her. That's so good. I love it. And 41 seconds. I know it's a little long. I apologize, but... This made me laugh. Again, super serious movie. We need to have a couple little moments of brevity. And enter Simon Pegg. <clears throat> Ethan. What? No. Really? Listen to me very carefully. I need your help. I need a trace location. The last call made from this phone. No, no. Just look, Ethan. Just look. Everyone's looking for you. Everyone I know. They're looking for... I, I, I just looked it up. Okay, you're on Interpol's most wanted list. And that, by the way, is a spectacular list to be on. Whatever happened, I'm sorry, but I'm hanging up right now. Benji, I don't have time for this. What do you think happened? I've been set up. I, I think I like my job, okay? A lot. All right, and you know they're going to be taping this call. And you know you can erase it. I'm giving you the number right now. Are you ready? All right, just hang on. I'm going to lose my citizenship because of this, you know? <laughs> 73442. <laughs> anyway, I didn't mean for that last bit there. Uh, it just cracks me up. It's good. It's fun. Uh, you know, you know why? I, I just thought of why I like the Mission Impossible stuff better than Bond. Mm -hmm. Ethan Allen is always Hunt. when when he is <laughs> when he is in his missions. Being there's always couch. like more than one thing going on in terms of he's having to navigate several different things at the same time. Um, when he's in when he's in trouble or when he's going through things, and and I think I like that, you know the. One, I don't know. It just seems like he has to be a multitasker. Well, the one, a multitasker uh, super spy. I, I'll say this to that to that very point. I think that I like them better for this reason, and I'm, I think Sam, you're you're trying to say the same thing I'm going to say. I'm just going to use mm -hmm. it, say it differently. And correct me if I'm wrong, which I know you will. Um, is <laughs> I think that the Ethan Hunt character in these <clears throat> movies, he's more clever than the James Bond character. James Bond is brute force. That's all he is. He's Wolverine. 
I see a problem and I attack. And there's never any cleverness to it. There's hardly ever subtlety. It's just bad guy shoot, bad guy shoot, bad guy shoot, yeah. girl sex. Yeah. You know, whereas Ethan's having to be subtle and, you know, you know, kind of be creative and, oh, I'm, I'm in a foreign country with no help and I have to do these things and, and come up with, you know, a lot of times, yes, he gets cool gadgets and he's able to use tech to help him. Um, but I mean, gosh, that the tech for the, for the scene with the, with the Chinese, I mean, he was, that was good. That was, that was, you know, Dick sporting goods in China, you know, like that was repelling gear and a baseball gun thingy. So, and some, some trucks. So is that, is that kind of get what you're saying? Maybe. Yeah, I think so. Okay. I think so. Um, cool. You're ready for some trivia. Yeah, no, okay, Get good. Some trivia. Right. Now for some more bad news. Ready? Uh, after the success of Shaun of the Dead, Simon Pegg was asked whether he was going to be pursuing a career in Hollywood, to which he laughed and replied, It's not like I'm going to be in Mission Impossible 3. <laughs> Two years before they made the movie, which is great. As the production could do nothing about inquisitive crowds watching them while they were filming in Rome, they actually set up a phony second unit a little further away, hired several girls in bikinis, several older women dressed up as nuns, and <laughs> pretended to be filming takes for the film, while the main unit got on with their business largely undisturbed. That's fantastic. Huh. I think that's great. Yeah. Um, Katie Holmes, Lindsay Lohan, Eliza Cuthbert, and Jessica Alba were all considered for the role of the Lindsay Ferris character. Uh, I would go with Eliza Cuthbert. I, uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, I, uh, or Eli- mm-hmm. Elisha Cuthbert. Sorry, I said her name. Was she, would she have been old enough in 2006? Mm-hmm. Uh, well, she's my age, so she would have <laughs> been 20... She, she looks young. Yeah, she would have been 20-something. 20 20, how old okay. were we, Corny, in 06? <laughs> uh, 25. 24. 25. Yeah, 25. So, yeah, she's been 25. Gosh, she's so hot. She is. I'm looking at pictures of her now. And... Sorry. Um... <laughs> Are you okay, Sam? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm all right. I'll be all right. This um... moment of stalking is brought to you by <laughs> Man, the internet. She's just very attractive. Um... Uh, yeah, I would have been... his job. I think I would have been better. I, I don't know about Katie Holmes. I can't see her as action star girl. Um, and I and Lindsay Lohan. I don't know. Was she still? When was Mean Girls? Um, <coughs> I'm gonna look it up. Mean Girls was in '04, so this was right before she went down the weird place. Because this, yeah, this is <laughs> yeah, this was this in, before. Uh, Did we see her in an action and, uh, role? I still can't see her in an action role. I think. At least with the uh, Elisha Cuthbert, I think don't we have a uh, uh, twenty four? Twenty four. She's handled a firearm, and Jessica Alba, of course, we had her as in the. I mean, she, she has superpowers, so maybe yeah, she might she, have been a good choice. Yeah, she probably would have. She's got, got superpowers. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Yeah, she has the power to make a a, a terrible terrible superhero. movie. Yeah. <laughs> Twice. <laughs> that wasn't yeah. all her fault, but she didn't help. She just made it pretty, but. Studio filming took place at the sound stages at the Paramount Studios lot, for which for the previous 18 years had been used solely for episodes of Star Trek. J.J. Abrams would later direct Star Trek 09 and Into Darkness. Coincidence? I don't think not. <laughs> I don't think not? I don't think not. 
when Ethan wakes up, when Ethan wakes up tied to the chair, and Brownway, who is the dude, what shoots the thing up his nose? Uh, um, he uh, shoots. Uh, he's also a comic book connection. He was in Hancock as the guy what gets his hands chopped off. Oh, oh. yeah. And he was in the uh, Sherlock Holmes uh, Robert Downey Jr. flicks as uh, Lestrade. So anyway, cool. uh, he shoots as and Brownway shoots the charge up um, Ethan's nose. The hand seeing holding the gun to Tom Cruise's nose is not Eddie Marzen's, but Tom Cruise's own hand. Because um, they, they, they kept trying to do it, and the, the gun was hurting Tom Cruise, and so they just made up, made up his hand to make it look like the other dude, so he knew how not to go too far up and hurt himself. Uh, the same goes for when Musgrave puts the phone to Ethan's ear, and then Ethan bites Musgrave's hand. The hand that Cruise bit was not Billy Cudrup's, but again, his own hand. So. You think that it's more, it's a, uh, like, almost uh, egotistical actor who's like, just just let me do it myself. Let, let me do it. You can't do it the right way. Well, I, I would like to, I'm going to give Cruz, I don't know, I know you hate Tom Cruise, so, um, so you, yeah. you're you biased is, in that way. He is goofy. Uh, I am going to give him the benefit of the doubt and say they were trying to film it, but because of the guy standing and Cruz is sitting, and they couldn't put the gun up his nose without it hurting so i'm gonna give him the benefit of the doubt him saying hey this hurts here's another idea so i don't know maybe that's what he said maybe he's just don't said, press so hard you might mess up my teeth yeah i know tooth um <laughs> so it's true he's only got one it just takes up his entire face <laughs> so he's a squirrel is what you're saying or he's a he's a who from uh he's half of a squirrel the who movies the Doctor Seuss movie. Uh, recasting? Will we do we want to do that game on this? We want to recast it because, frankly, I I'm good with pretty I, much everyone. I'm good in with it. everybody in there. Yeah, I mean, it still feels fresh. It still feels like they just made this movie. Well, I mean, to you, obviously, you just watched it, but I mean, <laughs> oh. no, my, no, my point is, is that Sam, obviously, you're watching this with fresh eyes. But literally, the only thing in the movie that kind of makes you realize this is 2006 were the cell phones. Yeah, you know, I mean, they still had a drone. Shooting people, and they had, um, yep. you know, they still had pretty good, pretty good tech that we kind of still use today. Other than them not using iPhones, I mean, you couldn't really yeah. tell it was six. So the good news is, is they had three minutes after nine o'clock, right? Because that was a thing <laughs> back then. <laughs> oh man, no kidding. And they also had, uh, you know, a family circle. So. I, I will say this. Um, I, you can kind of see why why America spends so much money on defense when they have a truck full of what? Corny, what do you think? How much was in that truck? Twenty, thirty thousand dollars worth of computers Easily in that truck? Worth of computer gear. And then they put like, C4 blow it out and blow My it up. My first thought was no. And then some kid's going to come by and see those four 50 cal tripod stands just still sitting there. Um, Heck yeah. Don't you think maybe. They and that darn baseball thing on the roof? No. Man, I'd eat that up. Don't you. I mean, hold on, let's just think about it. Why couldn't, like, if they had not blown up the truck as cavalier as they did, maybe Luther could have gotten back into the truck and used a 50 cal in the attack helicopter. You know, or, I don't know, whatever. Maybe I'm expecting too much. Um, soundtrack grade, I'm going to give this, um, you know, Mission Impossible. It was good. It was what it needed to be. 
And this is kind of our first foray into Michael Giacchino. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Although I really didn't notice it. There was the the here's what I noticed. There was this happened about three or four times where the scene is is really quiet, and all you hear is the guy on the bongo just kind of lightly playing the little, you know, just little, yeah. just these little taps. I thought that was brilliant because it was simple yeah. and just reminded you of what that this is still. Um, I thought it was fine. I like again, but I'm a huge Giacchino fan. Oscar <coughs> winning Michael Giacchino. So yeah. Um, so I thought that was great. And uh, there you go. All right, time for this. Woo! Top three Tom Cruise films. That's what we chose, and that's what we're going to do, and there's nothing you can do about it. Here we go. Um, Andrew, this will be interesting for you since you are not a fan. Yeah, yeah here's my shit list. All right, All right here, here we, we go. go. Uh, <laughs> so... Um, <laughs> Number three, I'll start with that. And let me let me just preface this. I like these movies because uh, of the movies themselves, not him. Uh, except for maybe number one, and he's okay in that movie. All right, so number three, uh, Rogue Nation, which we've already talked about. Okay. I, I like the film. I think it's good. Um, which I, one I is that actually, one again? That's the fifth one. That's yeah. Okay. I'll actually I'll make that my honorable mention. Okay. Um, and then Night and Day, which is uh, a comedy that he's yeah. in. Action comedy, yeah. Action comedy. He was okay in that because he wasn't supposed to be taken seriously, and so uh, I appreciated the opportunity not to take him seriously. Yeah. Uh, Valkyrie, number two. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's a pretty good one. Uh, and I just like the movie. Again, I think he's awful in it, to be honest, but I like the movie. He has a and great then, German accent. Which oh we, yeah, yeah. Which we did for this movie for the podcast, by the way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and then number one, and I actually do like this movie, and I do like him in it. So most mostly, um, and that is the Last Samurai. All right. I've never seen that one. Oh wait, I think wait no 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 I think I've seen the end where they get mowed down by a machine gun, right? Uh, by the Gatling gun. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's a shame. I've seen the end. <laughs> I know. Oh, yeah. dude. Oh, man, so. that sucks. Spoiler. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no kidding. Okay. Sorry. Uh, such a good movie, though. Yeah. It, it's been three years. Yeah. Yeah, it's more than three years. Way more than three years, well, right? Tom, Tom doesn't die, but anyway. Oh, he just multiplies, right? Yes, that's right. That's how it works. Yep. Uh, Cordy. Yo, what's up? Your turn, pal. <clears throat> All right, so uh, let's throw out an honorable mention to Vanilla Sky because, you know, why not? Um, just because actually, of the, the nakedness. It's just such a weird movie. It is I weird watched movie. it, not not actually for that reason, but uh, someone mm-hmm. told me it was like a trippy-ass movie. So uh, movie. once you get past the... Is the that the one that he and Nicole Kidman were in together? It was kind of mostly like a porno? Pretty much. Um, was was that it Eyes Wide, wide Shut? Oh, yes. No, it was Eyes Wide Shut. Vanilla Sky is the super trippy kind of... Mine. Cameron Diaz is in that one, I think. I think you're right. Yeah. He, he, is she? I don't yeah. Know. And that <clears throat> Spanish Mexican girl. <laughs> um, where is Vanilla Sky? That's Selena Gomez. Um, God, I'm horrible at names. Yes, we know. She's very pretty. Except she, Cameron she's got a weird. That's who you're thinking of. Who? Penelope Tilda Cruz. Penelope Cruz. <laughs> yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Isn't what we call her again? Face? What was it? Hand face? Foot face. Foot face. Foot face. Foot face. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> so wait. So Sam forgets that's what we called her. He's like, oh, this is beautiful. <laughs> Good gravy. <clears throat> this is this is cheap suit reviews and it's all its glory. Yeah, we're horrible people. Sorry. We really are. All right, go all right. ahead, corny. So uh, sorry that was. <laughs> so vanilla sky, got, but... not not uh, eyes wide shut. Uh, not not eyes wide shut. Um, <clears throat> my number three uh, would be. Sorry, my list refreshed on me. Okay. Um, uh, my number three um, would be why, 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 why computer? Is it a Mac? <laughs> you know it's uh. not. <laughs> <laughs> does, does Sam go now? Okay. No, no, no. Sorry, I'm good. <clears throat> sorry. My number three is interview with a vampire. All right. Oh yeah. The little girl in that is steals the show in that movie. Brad Pitt. <laughs> nice. Like I served that one up yeah, perfect. I, I pulled an Andrew. Nice. That was great. Uh, you just beat me to it because that's what I was going for. Nice. <laughs> I couldn't. I couldn't unmute my microphone fast enough. Oh sweet. <laughs> nice. Well done. Yes. Uh, my number. Two, my number two is Jerry Maguire. Show me and, the money. Uh, show me the money. Show me the money and shout out to that little kid who had to deal with him. Yeah. Okay. Um, with the eight pound head. <laughs> he was in a couple. He was like that weird uh, kid that was always in like every movie between ninety five and I don't know whatever. Yeah. Oh, we need and a kid with glasses. Number... Yeah, get that guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My number one is gonna be Top Gun uh, for right now, nice. but until Top Gun two, which I imagine will be just the sh- just the worst thing ever. Yeah. Yeah, it's coming out. Uh, maybe it's, it's coming out. Nice. <laughs> he wants the world to know he's coming that out. That he really isn't old. Da, da, da. Is that the song yeah. from the South Park no. thing? Oh, okay. Oh no, you need to. Yeah, you need to see the coming out of the closet. Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah. Uh. Who are? Who's next? Uh. Sam. Me. All right. I've got an honorable mention of Eyes Wide Shut. Okay. And um, being Kubrick's final film, it was interesting. But the the biggest thing I remember at the time, I was dating a girl uh, up at App, and we we all know who she is. But she turned to me at one point. She goes, "You know, I imagine that's what your fraternity does when you guys oh. get together." Jeez. Oh God! <laughs> Talking about that final scene with the music being played backwards and and all that sort of stuff, and I was like, "I said, yeah, that's really close." I said, "Yep, yep, you got me now." <laughs> Um, so it's, it's, I, I chuckle every time I, I see that movie. Uh, my number three is far and away beautiful soundtrack. Oh, and, yeah. uh, yeah, I enjoy absolutely. that story. Um, and, uh, he makes a good little Irishman. He does. Right, he actually right does a pretty good Irish accent too. Yeah. He's, mm-hmm. yeah. He's my number two, I've got a Spielberg favorite of mine, minority report. Okay. Um, creepy and cool. Um, and my, my, my number one is, is a recent one. And I, I have this on my DVR and I've already seen it twice since I've recorded it. Edge of Tomorrow. Okay. With the uh, lift, I repeat. I was wondering if that was going to come back. You, uh, Andrew groaned. Uh, you, you didn't like that? Uh, <laughs> I had fun. Cause mainly because he's he's a he's an idiot in that movie. Uh-huh. Yeah. You know? Which made it less irritating. Oh, dude, I forgot about one movie. I'm sorry. 
Okay. Continue. All right. Mm. Right on. My turn? Yeah. Yep, your turn. All right. So I wrote... No one cares. Let's Oh, I wrote several honorable mentions because, again, I always do that in case one of you guys pick a movie that I pick. So, Mm -hmm. unfortunately, two of my top three have been picked. Um, So... (laughs) I know. So... Honestly, if if it you know if it weren't the rule, I would make this movie my number one. Honestly, this is probably one oh wow. Yeah, seriously, I love this movie and I love him in it. Um, but that's against the rule, so um, I'm not going to do that. So instead, my honorable mentions will be include a few good men, and um, and then Minority Report. My number three was Far and Away. Again, when John okay. Williams yeah. at his best. Um, yeah, absolutely. Ron Howard directed film. My number two was Oblivion. Oh, you liked? Oh, okay, I right. love Oblivion. I think it's wonderful, it's good. and I love the twist, and then the second twist at the end. I think it's just yeah. a, a beautiful film, and uh, I like the concept. And then my number one was The Last Samurai. It's a, okay, it's a wonderful film. It's a long film, so Sam, if you ever get a chance to watch it, tuck in. But I've already seen the end. Um, well, you should still watch it. You need to know there's some characters that you don't get to see in that last moment because of reasons that you need yeah. to see. Like crazy Irishman guy is in this movie, and <laughs> um, Timothy Spall, who would play uh, Wormtail in the Harry Potter movies, is in this movie. Okay. Um, and it's just a really cool movie, and it really kind of gets you an idea of Japanese culture. And I made the joke after I watched it, so Tom Cruise is the reason why Pearl Harbor happened. Great job, Tom Cruise. Oh, ouch. That's, that's not true at all, but um, it's the kind of my joke that I made. Um, that's, and I, obviously, this movie happened way before World War One, let alone World War Two. Anyway, um, but it's a cool, it's a cool insight into Japanese culture and, and things like that. And it's not. <clears throat> just a movie where the white guy has to be the hero kind of a thing though he kind of is the white guy who's the hero but anyway mm-hmm. it, it's it's more of an asian actually andrew and corny if you've seen it andrew you i know you did you did watch it corny have you seen yeah. it no i have not uh, it's basically an asian equivalent of dances with wolves yeah you know oh, yeah. i assumed it was yeah it kind of is that so although you know i i like dances with wolves until the end what part of the end? Until like the, the final 20 minutes of Dance of the I would not watch. Like when he had to fight against the white man and he... They, they kill his horse, they kill his dog. Yeah, it does get super oh, sad Oh, so it turns there. into a country song is what you're saying. Pretty much. Yeah. They are out in the country. All right, that's going to do it for us. This show this, this show needs to wrap up because it's been it's long, been long. Eight hours. Yeah. Sorry, before we go, I have to say this. Oh. We all forgot about Rain Man. I didn't. Um, yeah, I, oh, you did. Yeah, you did. I I don't think of that movie as a Tom Cruise movie. I think of that movie as a Dustin, Dustin Hoffman, Hoffman, Hoffman movie. movie. Yeah, and yeah. Tom not Cruise to mention, is just in it. I just can't watch that over and over again. Like at these. And other Tropic ones. Thunder. Let's not forget about that. Uh, uh, ben Stiller movie. I won't watch it. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, there's some other good ones that you know. I mean, I liked Jack Reacher. I actually really liked Edge of Tomorrow. Um, I liked. Uh, World of World War of the Worlds is awful and should never be seen by uh, human eyes. It has moments. No, it doesn't. It's terrible. It does. There's a few no, moments in terrible. that that's it's pretty just, good. It's it's terrible. It's awful. All of it. It's awful. Terribly. Uh, the Firm is good. A few good men. I said Days of Thunder, which we did for the show, is, is fun. So. Oh damn! I forgot about that too. Yeah. So even Legend, you know, old movie. <sighs> so good. He's done some good work. I think he's a fine actor. Um, yeah. 
Yeah, to uh, each his own. Yeah, yeah, and that's fine. Again, we all have our thing, and that's that's <laughs> fine. Uh, Sam was in love with Bill Paxton, and um, mm. hey, bro. Actually, Corny, I don't really know who you hate as an actor. I know who you hate in life and uh, other things, but I don't know about his actors. <laughs> I'm thinking, like, who do I hate in life? Well, I mean... Yeah, we all know. It's okay. Yeah, I hate a lot of people. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. fine. <laughs> you know. Chats. Uh, no. I, no, actually, oh. I could say two I words. Like, I, could, I could literally say one person's name, and I could ruin mm. Corny's day. Seriously. Oh, wow. And Corny has a, a hatred for this person. And that we all share, I'm not going to say it on air, but we all share a fairly disliking, but Corny has a, a hatred for this person on a deeper level. Oh, and before oh, yeah, I, yeah. I make Corny uh, out to be this horrible person, this person did a horrible thing to Corny in a very personal way. So Corny is totally justified in his hate. So there you go. I'm going to stop did, talking did about this. Did he steal this. food? Did he steal food from Corny? No. Isn't that, isn't well, that a cardinal sin with you, Corny? I mean, sure. Stay away from your food. But... Um, you could kill my wife and child, but if you get my food, Stop it. Yeah. there will be no survivors. Stop yeah. it. Anyway, we're going to move past that and do our uh, <laughs> top 10, or out of 10, uh, for this movie. So, Andrew, you're out of 10, sir. 6.61 large teeth out of 10. <laughs> large teeth. All right. <laughs> like beavers. Zombie beavers. Corny. Uh, I'm going to give it uh, um, a 6... <laughs> six, <laughs> a six point five Running Man out of ten. All right, man. That scene though, you gotta admit, the scene when he's running along the causeway there, but that was because he ran the whole way. Like, you can only do so many takes of that. You know what I'm saying? Before he's completely spent, <laughs> and then I love when he comes out the window and the camera follows him down. That was just yeah. a cool shot. I just was really impressed. Sam. Must be all that tiger blood he takes every day. Well, I think it, being J.J. Abrams' first movie, he had all these little ideas in his brain. Oh, yeah. From when he was, you know. Yeah, so he's he, probably sitting there going, now I have a budget so I can do all this cool stuff before I, yeah. I was stuck with, you know, I only have a, you know, a million dollar budget, you know, per mm-hmm. episode. Now I get $150 million, you know, for a movie where they don't spend yeah. all that on production, but you don't. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna give this one seven point one franchise savers out of ten. Yeah, heck yeah, that's a great oh, way to yeah. recall it because um, I'm actually curious. So the first movie it made money, <clears throat> right? The first one yeah. had your budget of eighty million and it grossed worldwide. I'm always gonna give you the worldwide. Um, I gotta find it. It grossed worldwide. Almost $500 million. Wow. So the first one made some money. Okay? So good for that. The second one, Mission Impossible 2. Click it on here. It was John Woo directed. Um, It had a a budget of $125 million. And grossed, again, worldwide. Do, 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 little, do, do, do. Actually, more. $565 million. So maybe, uh, I don't know. So then this movie comes along with your $150, $150 million budget. Anybody want to guess the worldwide uh, uh, money on this? Once I do be looked? 380 $380. So you're saying worldwide is 380 Yeah, worldwide 380 All right. Anybody else want to make a guess? Yeah. No? Okay. 
Uh, just shy of uh, 400 million. <laughs> so it just uh, so it made less than nothing. And then and then Rogue Nation or uh, Ghost Protocol made like almost a billion. Whoa. Yeah. It was like 850 million or something like that. It made a lot of money. I don't know what the fifth one made. I, I haven't looked. So anyway, so with all that being said, I'm um, I really like this movie a lot. I think it's a lot of fun. I just enjoy the hell out of it. So I'm gonna give it um, you know what? I'm gonna give it an eight point uh, oh, two wow. five um, exploding Lamborghinis in the Vatican. I like hey, this movie. I just two I, weeks in a row that was not the highest uh, vote. No, well, yeah, that's okay. I just I really am a big fan. I just I, I think it's fun. Uh, the for what it's worth, the fifth movie um, also had a budget of 150 million and made worldwide 680 million dollars. So I mean, franchise is making money. People at Paramount are doing pretty good. No one's going mm-hmm. hungry over there at Paramount. Um, that's all I'm saying. Um, for what it's worth, Ghost Protocol, $145 million budget. Worldwide was, uh, oh, I was way wrong. I'm sorry. It was $700 million, not $800 million. There you go. That's it. That's your show. Thank you for listening. Oh, my gosh, that was a long episode, but I appreciate you listening. All right, so... Um, Little uh, housekeeping items here. Um, next week, next week is our 150th episode. How freaking cool is that? 150. A fight to the death. So, you, the listeners, um, yes. uh, as uh, you always do, uh, you know, um, support us as you have. We decide to. We want to treat you guys with something wonderful for our milestones, right? Our 50th, our 50th episode, we did Star Crash, which was a fantastic film. And if you really want to know how fun it was, you should go watch our YouTube episode. We did that one live in front of people. It was fun. Our 100th episode. Didn't. They didn't throw anything at us. No time. one did. Our 100th episode, in fact, it's so long ago that Andrew was in the audience. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, our 100th episode, we did um, Iron Sky, um, which was uh, also a fantastic movie. With uh, space Nazis, so with the with the moon moon, moon Fuhrer, so we're going to continue this tradition with episode one fifty. We are going to watch Troll Two. It's on Vimeo. It's not the even trolling. It's not even on uh, Netflix, YouTube, or Amazon. It's on Vimeo. So I will post that link on net on uh, on Twitter and Facebook when we get closer to it next week. Um, so. It that, will be very special. So, so with all that being said, thank you for listening. Check out our website, CheapSeatReviews.com. Email address, of course, is CheapSeatReviews at gmail.com. And on behalf of Corny, Andrew, Sam, and Chad, may God rest his soul, we say thank you for listening <laughs> and good night.